Tonight is a really awesome night to be here because this is a worship and baptism night, which means you don't have to hear too much from me. Um, we're, here, we're just going to spend a lot of time singing to God. If you're here and you're like new to church, or maybe this seems a little bit different than what you're used, uh, used to church being, like you may see people with their hands raised up in the air. It just means we want to be close to God. You may see people clapping. You may hear people just singing like passionately because we're so thankful that Jesus has done for us what he's done for us. So that's what's going on here tonight. So normally I would sort of do a message here, but uh, instead we're going to do some baptisms and then we're going to spend some more time just enjoying singing to God and worshiping him together. And we're blessed with like such an amazing band and production team to lead us there. So that's huge. And uh, so we're, we're just ready for a great night. But baptism is just this awesome thing we get to celebrate. And when we do baptisms here, we ask people to share their story. And so you're going to hear tonight from Chris and from Laura, and you're going to hear a little bit about their story, what God's done, where they were, and what God did, and how, how their life has been changed since they've put their trust in Jesus. So you might be like, what's baptism all about? Well, uh, baptism is a picture of what Jesus did for us. I'll give you an example. This past weekend, I was speaking at a, a men's retreat for another church, and we were in this area in Pennsylvania where we were kind of like doing the services in one spot, but nearby, about a five-minute drive, some of the guys were staying in this house, and they basically, they call it the Hobbit House. Check out some of these pictures here. Like, how cool is that, right? I was like, where's Mr. Frodo, you know? Like, where's Sam, you know? I was looking through... And I was ready for one of these guys to jump out, Bilbo to come on out, you know? Um, I mean, that's inside, right? Just hanging out, right? And then this next one's kind of like a huge, like, kitchen, hangout, meeting, conference area. Just the coolest stuff. Now, here's what I've done. In just a few minutes, I've shown you a couple pictures of what happened this weekend, okay? And tonight, baptism is a picture of what has happened in Laura's life and in Chris's life. And the picture is this, right? Just like Jesus was on the cross. And he died, and he was buried into the ground, and he rose back to life. Baptism is a picture. It's an illustration. So I just showed you what my weekend was like, a little picture into my weekend. This is a little picture into Chris and Laura's life and what Jesus has done in their hearts. And tonight they're saying, just like Jesus was buried in the ground and raised back from the dead, I want to just show a picture to everybody in my life and anybody who cares to come tonight that I identify with Jesus and what he has done for me. And the old me is gone, and the new me has come. And, and Laura and Chris are not saying tonight that they're perfect. They're just saying that they're different, that God's begun a new work in their life, that he's changing them, just like he's changing the rest of us in the room here tonight. And it's all because of what Jesus did on the cross. It's not like Chris and Laura just woke up one day and were like, you know, I want to be a good person from now on. No, it's all about Jesus' death and resurrection, and then him doing this great work in our lives. And so I want to give you guys a chance to check out their stories, and then we'll go ahead and do Laura's baptism. So why don't you guys check out Laura's story on the screen. Hi, my name is Laura Serta. I've been coming to Living Word Church for about six years. So I was raised Catholic. I went to church every Sunday with my mom and my brother. Uh, but I never really grasped anything beyond, like, you know, there is a God. At the end of my senior year, I started coming to Living Word. Um, and I came for about a year or two until I went away to school. And while I was always at school, I got very caught up in like drinking and partying. And I was just like very miserable and lonely a lot of the time. And I would kind of try to fix that by drinking more, but that didn't work. So then after uh, I graduated college, it didn't take very long until 
I decided I needed to come back to church. So I was coming back to church, but I wasn't really like grasping the idea of a Christian lifestyle and like living for Christ. And it wasn't until like a year after I started coming back to church that God like actually took a lot of friends and important people to me like out of my life. And so through that, I was able to be like, okay, well, I have nothing else to live for now. You know, I can't live for the approval of my friends and all these people that I thought were important to me. Like, I need to live for the approval of God now. And from that, I was kind of worried that I would, like, no matter how hard I believed or prayed to God, I would, you know, never be, like, loved or accepted or saved by Him. Around this time, I started, like, getting, like, these weird heart flutters, and I just kind of thought nothing of it. I figured if it got any worse, I would, like, go to the doctor and um, get it checked out. But I still was trying to go back to church and, like, just trying to understand, like, what God wanted for my life. And at one point, I was prayed over, and the pastor just kind of stopped and looked at me in the middle of prayer and was like, your heart is just so hard towards God. And I didn't really understand that, what that meant, um, but when I went home and like looked into it more, it just so encompassed like so many things that I was feeling, and there was no like formula for it. It wasn't like read your Bible or um, say ten Hail Marys and your heart will be softened. It was just pray to God for your heart to be softened, and He will give it to you. So once I started praying to God, like, just let me understand this. I want to know you more. Um, just soften my heart towards you. And I just started to discover him more and more, and those stupid heart flutters just stopped. And it was just amazing. So while God was softening my spiritual heart towards him, he also stopped the flutters in my physical heart. So now I just understand more like what God wants for my life like how I'm just like empowered and sanctified by his spirit and you know I'm a work in progress every day it's not like after one prayer I was suddenly this like amazing Christian woman that has all the answers to everything but I understand now how to ask him for the answers and that I can trust in him that he'll reveal um, answers to things in his time and just that his timing is perfect and his ways are higher than ours. God has just healed so many um, hurts in my heart that was causing problems and relationships and he's just blessed me with so many other like amazing friends and just continually improving relationships that I have here on this earth while improving my relationship with him. Jesus' death on the cross means to me that I have full rights to God. I can just approach him as a child approaches their own parent, just forgiven for things that I have done, things that I will do. You know, he he knows there's nothing I'll, I'll ever do that will scare him away and make him go, oh, I didn't see that one coming. Like, he already knows. I want to be baptized because God has been so faithful to me that this is just a way that I can show. I want to be faithful to you, God. Like, however I can show it, I want to be faithful and a servant for you, God.
My name is Laura, and this is my story. Awesome. Very cool. Well, Laura is such a blessing. She's been a huge blessing to our church. It's been amazing to see God uh, grow her own heart and do some great things in her heart. And also, just the way that she has then in, in, in turn said, I want to help, I want to serve, I want to jump in. Laura is hysterical. Like, Laura is just one of the funniest people you're ever going to meet. Um, a couple of weeks ago, her and some of the other ladies were out there figuring out, like, oh, we're going to this wedding. I got to figure out what to do with my hair. And of course, the stupid Doug, I'm like, yeah, I got to figure out what to do with my hair. You know? And she goes, she goes, well, there's this guy that waxes my car. Um, so I was like, oh, all right, all right, I like that, that's good, yeah. So Laura is incredibly quick, but she's incredibly joyful, and she's a blessing to everybody that comes in contact with her, and so proud of you, bud, so proud of you for sharing your story with us, and so why don't we uh, pray for Laura and baptize her now, so let me pray for you, and we'll go ahead. Jesus, I thank you for Laura, thank you for the, the life that she has in her, the love, the, the joy, the laughter, the quick sense of humor, the way that she brings a smile to our face, I thank you for the way that she has surrendered her life to you, God, and I thank you for this beautiful picture now of her saying, hey, the old Lord is gone and the new one's here, the one filled with Jesus, the one filled with the Holy Spirit to live a different way. And I pray you'll bless her so much as she goes forward. In your name we pray, amen. All right, get down on your knees. I'm going to baptize you. So it's my pleasure to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Right, awesome. Good stuff. Sweet. All right, you guys can go ahead and check out Chris's story now. Hi, my name is Chris Ruggiero. I've been coming to Living Word for about five or six years now. I grew up in the church. I've always known about God. I've, I gave him my life when I was really little. I'd go through the motions. I was on the worship teams at churches. Uh, I felt like I was really close to God, but I never really was there. It was never really where I thought I should be. The end of high school, beginning of college, I kind of drifted away from my Christian life and decided to do non-Christian things and go out and party and drink and uh, just not care about God. And the whole time I knew it was wrong and decided just to kind of keep doing it. I felt like I wasn't who I was supposed to be. I didn't feel like me. I went on for a couple of years dating people and just doing all sorts of stupid things and I felt like my life was just slipping away and didn't know where to go, what to do, who to talk to. Just went about life as if there was no purpose. After a while, I, my now wife uh, invited me to come to church and I knew about church, I liked her, so I figured ah, I could do this. Came here and remembered what it was like to be in church. I remembered the the good friends that I had, the love that was shared all over the place, and I felt like this is where I'm supposed to be. Why why wasn't I here for these past however many years? Why why wasn't I being a Christian? Why why wasn't I at church? It sparked something in me, and of course I fought it as do many people. And after coming one week, I came the next. Uh, after a while, I realized. I need Jesus. I don't know when I did it. I don't remember how many weeks or whatever, but I said the the prayer at the end of service that everybody, you know, does. And I've said it many a times, and it was a little bit different that time. I felt like God really was doing something in me, and it was new, and it was good. I kept coming, and I got 
saved, <laughs> really. I've accepted Christ into my heart, I don't know how many times since then. Um, and I feel like that's an ongoing thing that everybody has to do, is to accept Christ over and over and over, at least for myself, just so you're reminded that you can't do this without him. So I guess I've never really thought I've had a testimony. In the past couple months, just knowing that I want to get baptized and thinking about it, and God just showed me that my life is a testimony. God has brought me through some crazy things. I mean, my mom, uh, she had thyroid cancer and beat it, and now she has a sarcoma cancer that she battles with every day, and uh, I've had my identity stolen, like just little things like that. And I also thought getting baptized, I had to be perfect. Christ is broken that down in my life. He's, I don't have to be perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. Knowing that, it makes it a lot easier. I don't have the pressure. I'm a perfectionist, so I like everything to be perfect, and this is one of those cases where it can't be perfect, and I accept it, and Christ accepts me. After coming back to church and accepting Christ into my life, I felt like life started to get on track. I started dating Ange. <laughs> um, and eventually got married. We have a an awesome relationship. Uh, again, not perfect, but we we put Christ at the center of everything. God has given us a house and a gigantic dog. <laughs> uh, now chickens. <laughs> we enjoy it because we can. Uh, Christ calls us to love, and now that I have him in my life, I feel like I could love better. But getting baptized is important to me because I want to show people in my life and people that are not in my life that my trust is in Christ, that he's what defines me. It's not my job or my hobbies or anything like that, that Christ is my life and that's why I live. That's all I have written down. I feel like I just want to tell everybody that I love them. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> I want people to see the love of Christ. I want people to to experience him, to experience life in a different way. I enjoy life. I feel like just having Christ in my life, it makes everything better. My name is Chris Ruggiero, and this is my story. <laughs> so if you follow Christ, you get chickens. I mean, it's really... It's that simple. I never heard that before. I missed that verse somewhere. I don't know, but it's awesome. Uh, what Chris said in that little outtake there is just Chris, though. Oh, my gosh. Like, he's one of the most loving people I've ever met, and uh, just his, his heart of servanthood is incredible. And if he can make your day better, he will do it. If he can serve you, he will do it. If he can put a smile on your face, he will do it. He's incredibly gifted and just an amazing follower of Jesus. And I'm so thankful for you, man. Thankful for your genuine heart, bro. Shines through in all that you do. So let's pray for Chris, then we'll baptize him. So God, we thank you so much for Chris. Thank you, Lord, for this life that you have given purpose to and hope to and life to. We thank you so much for all that you have done since Chris has surrendered his life to you. Thank you, God, for the blessings. We thank you for the strength and the grace to get through some difficult seasons. And I thank you, God, for all that is to come and all the really powerful ways you're going to continue to use him and Angie. We thank you for their lives. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Chris, it's my pleasure to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right. Awesome. Great. Good stuff, bro. Proud of you, man. Sweet. So just to close out this section before we get back, sing a few more songs with the band. I just want to give you an opportunity to put your trust in Jesus if you've never done that. And this doesn't save you. 
Getting baptized doesn't save you. Keeping rules doesn't save you. You heard both Chris and Laura say that it's Jesus that saves, and it's his death and resurrection on the cross, uh, and uh, from the cross, rather. And what I always try to just encourage people is that Jesus is the only one that came for you. Jesus is the only one who died in your place to take your sin and carry your guilt and your shame. And so if you'd like to put your trust in him tonight, we would love for you to do that. And so why don't you close your eyes with me here, and we'll just pray together for a second. And if you'd like to put your trust in Jesus, then... It's really about the relationship with him. It's not like there's a magic prayer or magic words or it's just a matter of you saying, yeah, I need a savior and I need Jesus to be my everything, to be, like Chris said, the center of my life. And so if you'd like to put your trust in him now, I'd encourage you to start a conversation with him. Maybe you could say something like this just silently to Jesus right now. Jesus, thank you for the difference you make in people's lives. Would you just forgive me for my sin? Would you show me how real you are? Would you show me your love? Would you convince me that you're there and that you're good and that you've removed all my sin and shame? Thank you for this gift of salvation that I could never earn. And I thank you for your love that I don't deserve. In your name I pray, amen.